0: the blood of Jesus. Are you grateful for the blood of Jesus? The blood that saved me, healed me, set me free, broke the chains off of my life. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for your blood, God. You are so good. You are worthy, Lord. And we sing about you today. Would you be free from your burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. Would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary. you, Lord. We bless your holy name. You know, really, when you come to a church and worship you ought to leave all sweaty and all messed up, because you really ought to be praising and worshiping worshiping with all your heart. Amen. God, you are worth it. You are worthy, Lord. Oh, we love you. We want you to have your way. I want you to have your way in me, Lord. You're beautiful, God. I bless your holy name, Lord. It's your heart we're searching for we want you and nothing more let your glory fill this place we're alive in your presence oh we surrender all to you do what you want to do what you want to god we love to see you move do what you want to do what you want to standing in your light and our hearts are open wide let us see more than before lord come have your way here we to do that. For salvation, thank you for bringing me up out of that grave. I love you, Lord. You are so good, God, and I bless your holy name. You're free. son of head Jesus is so powerful. We have no clue really how powerful it is because we have human brains. But we need to remember that name in every situation. The enemy wants to chain us down. The enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy us. But our name of Jesus, our Savior, breaks all that off. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. break every chain. I want you to think about maybe something that is on your life right now, something that you need to break free from. And bring that up to the Lord as you're singing this song. Because he can break it off. He can break it off. There is power in the name of Jesus. Yes, there is more. There is power in the name of Jesus. He's all-powerful, all-powerful. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. To break every chain, break every chain. do it. I believe. Do you believe? We need to We need to come with great expectations of what He's going to do. Our God is all powerful, all knowing. He's everything. Everything that we need. Everything that we need. He is well able. Well able. We need to trust Him. Lord, I trust you with my life. Help me to always trust you with my life. I'm just so human sometimes. Thank you, Lord. I want what you want, God. I want what you want. It is so much better than anything I could ever dream up on my own. Thank you, Lord. Here is where I lay it down. Every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. Every lie and every doubt. This is my surrender. And I will make room for you to do whatever you. Do whatever you want to, to do whatever you want to, I will make room for you to do whatever. Shaker a- To do whatever you want to, and I will make room for you. To do whatever you want to. To do. is my surrender this is my sing it one more time here is where i lay it down you are all i'm chasing now this is my surrender this is my surrender thank you lord i surrender all you all to just surrender everything to him. Surrender everything, everything, I surrender all to you, God. Have your way, have your way. Lord, teach me something today. Remind me of something that I have maybe forgotten or stopped doing. Teach me something new today. Give me something, some revelation knowledge today. Lord, I believe you're going to do that for each one of us who will open our minds and our hearts to listen and to ask you to do that. And I'm asking you to do that today for everyone here today, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Make us more like you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Just tell him how much you love him right now. Lord, I adore you. I'm so grateful for who you are. I am so grateful for who you are and how Great, you take care of me. You are such a good father. You are awesome, Lord. You are awesome, and I just stand in awe of you. Lord, you are beautiful, and I thank you for who you are. I thank you that you're here. I thank you that you're here. I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we just love you. Have your way in this service. Have your way in this service today. We bless you and we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' holy and powerful name. Amen, amen, amen. Give him a shout. Give him a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, so today I'm actually going to remember that we're going to greet each other. So everybody who wants to greet each other, I love that we get to greet each other again. It's time to get out in the aisles and say hello. Maybe find somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time or ever met before. We bless you guys.
1: Good morning. Good morning. That's hot. Maybe keep it away. All right, now it's time to do our worship with our tithes and offerings. So everybody knows tithes, the first 10% offerings, anything beyond that. So I want to go to Philippians 4.18, um, where Paul was talking to the people in Philippi. He said, I've received full payment and have more than enough. I'm amply supplied now that I've received from Epaphroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, pleasing to God. And my God will meet your needs according to the riches in his glory. That part right there. So I'm going to get a little personal. Everybody here probably knows, but I had hip surgery. Didn't know how I was going to make it. But I was a tither and a giver, and God made a way. God made a way when I didn't even know how he did it. So I want to challenge you today, church. Let's be faithful in our giving, our tithes and offerings. And God will provide a way. He always does. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to tell you the different ways we can give. Sorry. You can give on PCACHurch.com, the kiosk in the lobby, the PCA app, or you can text to give at 1-844-390-2401. Father, we just thank you. As we come forward father we thank you for this time that we get to come together father and worship you with our voices but also worship you with what you've given us father father i pray that if you put on somebody's heart to give somewhere father they do it and you and you bless them for it father father i pray that you bless the money that we're giving today father and i pray that you bless the giver too lord we just love you and we thank you for this opportunity in jesus name amen
2: Maybe midnight or midday Never
3: early, never late He gon' stand by what he
4: claimed Live enough life to say I heard your heart, I feel your pain Out in the dark, out in the rain Feel so alone, feel so afraid I heard you pray in Jesus' name And maybe midnight, midnight or midday Never early, never late. He gon' stand by what he claims. I've lived enough life to say help is on the way. Round in the corner, coming for ya. Yeah, I've lived enough life to say help is on the way. Sometimes it's days, sometimes it's years. Some face a lifetime of falling tears. He's in the darkness, he's in the cold. Just like the morning, he always shows. It may be midnight or midday. He's never early, never late.
3: Oh, he will stand by what he claims. I've lived enough life to say, Help.
4: <laughs> Round in the corner coming for ya. Come on, help me, church. Yeah, yeah. I've lived enough life to say, help is on the way. You gotta help me here. Oh, I've seen my share of
3: troubles, but the Lord ain't failed me yet. So I'm holding on to the promise, y'all, that he's rolling up his sleeves again. I said, I've seen my yeah, troubles, but
4: Lord ain't filled me yet. So we'll keep holding on to the promise, y'all, that is rolling up his sleeves again. Come on, don't you know it?
3: I can see him rolling, Jeff is coming.
4: The corner Help is on the way. coming for you. Come on, give God praise for that this morning. Come on, give Him praise like you mean it this morning. Hallelujah! Hey, church, how many you like good news? put this over here out of the way. I love good news and I gotta tell you help is on the way. Amen. I love it when God helps me out, don't you? Take your Bible, stand with me this morning, repeat this after me. Thy word Thy is, a is a lamp into my feet. Into my feet. Thy word Thy is a light, a light into my path. Into my path. Thy, word Thy word will I hide, will I hide in, my in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Lord, help me every day to read thy word. and Lord, help me every day to live thy word. I love thy word. And dear Lord, help the preacher. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It's a little bit of ring with this microphone this morning. If you could turn it down in the monitors maybe. Now this I know. There's a little bit of ring if we can pull it down just a little bit. Thank you. Now, this I know. How many of you know some stuff today? We know a lot of things that we should not know, and we don't know some of the things we should know. There's an old song that I remembered whenever I started writing out this message. It's an old song entitled, I Know Who Holds Tomorrow. Remember that old song? It says, the words go like this, I don't know about tomorrow, I just live from day to day. Boy, don't we need to do that. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry, or the future, for I know what Jesus said. Church, we got to grab on to that today. I don't worry about the future, for I know what Jesus said. And today I'll walk beside him, for he knows what is ahead. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand. But I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. Man, what a great hymn of the church. I remember as a young kid, we'd start singing that, and man, people start getting happy. And they'd go back over that song again, I Don't Know About Tomorrow, I don't borrow from its sunshine. I'm not going to, but Jesus holds my hand. He knows what is ahead. So today, if you have your Bibles, turn to Psalm 20. The Psalms are our hymn book. Psalm 20, verse 1 says this. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary." and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. An Irish playwright by the name of James Barrow said this, The life of every man is a diary in which he means to write one story and instead writes another. We all have a story that we meant to write in our lives, didn't we? And then somehow... We write a different story. How many of you planned one story for your life today, and it's turned out to be a different story? How many? Raise your hands. I planned my story one way, and it turned out different. How many of you, your life is exactly what you dreamed it would be? Raise your hand. Uh, See? Sometimes your script gets ripped. Sometimes you've got life figured out one way, and... It turns and goes in a different direction, and when you're young and you dream, this is my life, this is what it's going to be, this is how I'm going to live my life, and then another story gets written. Every life has a story, and every time we read the Word of God, there's a story that's involved, a real-life story, and in Psalm 20, there's a real-life story about this song that David wrote. He wrote it so it would be sung over and over and over again. And this song has a story to it. In this story, David and his small group of men called an army, they are all on foot. David has an army of foot soldiers. And now they are having a day of distress, a day of trouble. They are surrounded by an enemy they are surrounded by an elite army they are not on foot they are in chariots and their chariots are two men chariots there's one that's driving the chariot there's another one that's ready who's a warrior and all these chariots on the wheels they have these spikes that rotate with the tires so that when they drive through another army they just just shred up the men that they come in contact with they go through the armies, the other soldiers that are not on chariots, they're on the finest of horses. They have the greatest shields, the greatest spears, the greatest bows and arrows. And David's standing looking around and going, We need help! I need help! Because today I'm having a day of trouble. I am in distress. And the life that David thought was written out for him... The day has turned around to where it's not what he thought it would be. I'm just going to take a few soldiers on foot. We're going to go take care of this little errand. And now they're surrounded by an elite army. They are outclassed. They are outnumbered in every way. And David is having a day of trouble. How many of you know that if you are a follower of Christ, they're going to have a day where you have a day of trouble? How many of you know that? When you think I've got it all figured out and life is going in a certain direction and, and this is just going to be a simple little bypass, Aaron, that's when all of a sudden the enemy comes in and surrounds you and you are having a day of trouble. The Bible guarantees this if you're a Christian. Aren't you glad that the Bible guarantees trouble? John 16, 13 says this, I have told you these things so that in me you will have what? Peace. In this world, you will have trouble. Underline it, highlight it, exclamation point. But take heart, underline it, exclamation point. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Come on. Can we just give God praise for that verse? I mean, it kind of starts off bad, but it is really good. Matthew six thirty four says this. Therefore... Do not worry about tomorrow. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry about tomorrow because I know he knows what is ahead. It says this, For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble on its own. Don't borrow tomorrow's troubles today. You need to get through today because if you're a follower of Christ... You're going to have days that are troubled and they are guaranteed to us. But what do we do in days of trouble? Number one, we have peace. Have peace because he's overcome the world. Look at verse 1 again. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. When David was surrounded, looks around at the enemy, the first thing that he does, he doesn't call somebody else for help. He goes, God, we need help. Help! I'm in trouble. My men are in trouble. We're surrounded. And he calls upon the name of the God of Jacob. I love this. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, a generational God that doesn't fail. Now we understand that Jacob was a guy who, he didn't have an easy life. He was known as a supplanter. He was known as a deceiver. He went through a lot of trouble in his life. One of the greatest troubles, and guys, if you're in here today and you're single, what if you had to work not seven years for your bride because he worked seven years and the father gave him the older sister and he didn't realize it until after they were married. He didn't lift up the veil. What? Trouble. Then he has to live with the other one for seven years. Oh, come on, trouble, trouble, trouble. <laughs> Distress. You see, Jacob didn't get delivered out of trouble. He got delivered through trouble. He, he, God was always faithful to Jacob, God was always there, and now God is going to be there for David, David's going, I need the God of Jacob to show up, I'm in trouble, and every time Jacob was in trouble, you delivered him through it, not delivered him out of it. Today, God will not deliver us out of all of our troubles. Why? Because we need to go through trouble to know what kind of God we're serving. And we need to go through trouble to build our faith, to build our strength, and to something that we know. Something that we know. And there's going to be days where you wake up and you realize, wait a minute, I'm surrounded. I'm in trouble. I need help. Anybody ever been too proud to ask for help? Come on. We need to call upon the God of Jacob today. Verse 2, here's what David said. May he send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. He's saying help, but not only help, but I need help from the sanctuary. Sanctuary. He's not praying, God, I need you to touch my brother over here and send him more army. I need help from God, and I need help from your sanctuary. I need help. David understood the sanctuary. He understood how it worked in all of the places that you went through from the time you came in until you got to the Holy of Holies. But David said, I need help from your sanctuary. I need to go into your presence. I need your presence right now. I don't need more army. I need God. I need the presence of God. I need the power of God. I need help from God today because I don't know what we're going to do if we don't have God on our side. The presence of God signified power. David's like, I need your power, God. I can't do it in my own strength. Look around. These guys we're not going to make it. We're outnumbered. What are we going to do? I've got good news for you today, church. God knows your troubles. We can try and hide them all we want to. And if you want to be too proud, you won't get any help. But there's times when you get in enough trouble, you're going to fall on your knees and you're going to lift your eyes toward heaven from whence cometh your help. Because your help comes from God. And you're going to say, hey! I've tried everything I know to do And it ain't working God I need your help I'm surrounded I'm in distress I'm having a day of trouble I need your help And I gotta tell you today Help is on the way (laughs) Help is on the way God is on time every time He's not early He's not late But he will stand by what he claims in his word Psalm 30 verse 5 says this For his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor, I love the favor of God, lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. You may have some dark nights of trouble, but just hold on. Help is on the way. The sun's about to rise up. It's about to get brighter. It's about to get better. Today, I want to tell you, God is on time. Verse 3, I love this one. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. Remember, remember. David gathers his men around, and uh, they're, they're thinking, okay, man, we're surrounded by this great army. David, what are you going to do? What kind of strategy you got, David? Um, what, 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 what secrets have you got? Because we know you're a great leader, and you've had some great battles that you've won. So what are you going to tell us? Give us the gems of strategy. And David goes, okay, guys, I think we need to build a fire. What? Don't you mean we need to sharpen our swords and, and count how many arrows we have and make sure that our armor's all shined and ready to go and we're, we're, all, we're on our highest level of alert? And, and David goes, no, 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 what you need to do is remember. Remember. Remember God. Remind them of God. And then he says, let's get a burnt offering together. What? We don't have time to build a fire and to get an animal and get it ready and do a burnt offering. We are in the precipice of war here. David goes, you don't understand. The most important thing we can do is build a fire right now. You know, sometimes we get in trouble, and we want to just do a bunch of stuff. And I got to tell you, first of all, you better remember God. Call upon him, and I need help. But then remember and offer up a sacrifice of praise. You see, David understood this battle is not going to be won by us. I mean, you look at all the numbers, you do the math, this is not going to be a good day for us. He understood true battles are won not by our strength, not by our power, not by our strategies, but by the power of God, the right hand power of God I need help from your presence I need help from your power I need God to show up at the scenes because David understood listen I remember and I want to tell you today church we are at war the enemy is at war in every family at every individual he's coming in like a flood you may feel like you are surrounded but they there's things you got to know today You've got to know that you know that you know. Ephesians six twelve says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Don't, don't try to win this thing with your own abilities, your own power, your own strength, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is not a battle we win in our own abilities. This is a battle that needs the power, the strength, the anointing of God. We've got to remember the battle is not ours, but the battle is the Lord's. We've got to remember, 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 and get ready to offer up burnt sacrifices. Well, that's a lot of work. Yes, it is. Well, I don't feel like it. No, you don't. I don't want to. No, you don't. This is not about what you feel like, what you want to. This is about what you need to do. This is where you gather two or three people around you. You begin to offer up. You take off the garments of heaviness. You put on some garments of praise. You may say, but it doesn't look good right now, Pastor. Hey, I'm not talking about what it looks like like this. I'm talking about what it looks like like that. When you lift your eyes toward heaven and you begin to give praise to a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above, you begin to offer up a sacrifice of praise and say, hey, it doesn't make sense what we're doing. We should be sharpening the swords. We should be doing something else. And God says, you need to remember, this battle is not yours. This trouble that's come upon you, you didn't bring it. The devil's bringing it. The adversary's bringing it. But you need to remember, the power is not yours. The ability is not yours. You need to offer up the praise and shout out, I need help. People don't want to come to altars anymore because what will people think? Hey, when you need help, you don't care what people think. When you need a victory, you don't care what people think. I need God. I need help. I'm in trouble. We need to call upon the name of God. Why? Because he will give us the victory. God is holding us up. We are not holding ourselves up. If you think you're the one giving yourself breath, you need to check one more time. You are not doing anything. It is all because it is a gift of God in your life. Because if you're not careful, everything will fall apart. I love one of the names of God. I love it. I love it. I love it. He says that he is the nail in a secret place. Yeah. We're sitting in this beautiful facility today. But you know what's holding it together? Not what you see. You can't see all of the bolts, and you can't see all the red iron, and you can't see all the things that's holding this place together. It's covered up by the pretty stuff. But the pretty stuff ain't holding this place together. And the pretty stuff in your life ain't holding your life together. You better have an anchor called Jesus Christ. You better have something you stand on called a rock and you shall not be moved. You better have something when the winds and the waves of time and life come upon you and every trouble hits you from side to side. You better have something you're standing on. You better have a nail in a secret place that nobody else can see. This ain't the pretty stuff. This is the solid stuff. Hallelujah. You better have it. There was times when I was a young father, there would be times God would just wake me up in the middle of the night, probably you too. And God would cause me to pray over my wife. I'd stand up in the room, pray over her. I'd go in my kids' rooms, pray over them. They never knew it, but that's what's holding that family together. What you don't see is what's holding your life together. What people don't know, what people don't look at, that it's not the pretty stuff today. We can put on the pretty stuff and be all a mess on the inside, but if we've got Jesus Christ, our rock, our hope, our shelter, the power of God, the right hand of God in our life, when we get in trouble, we get in distress, we call on the name of the Lord, we remember all the victories, and we begin to say, God, I need your help, I need your power. Because what we can't see is greater than what we can see. You might see a great army, but there's something greater at work. Look at verse 4 and 5. May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of our God. May the Lord grant you all requests. This is before the battle. This is the night before the battle. This is what's going on. And David's going, hey... Come on, let's shout. What? (laughs) I love this guy. He says, come on, let's shout. But but David, we're surrounded if you didn't know it. Look at verse 6. Say these first four words with me. Now this I know. David, this ain't his first battle. This is not the first time he's been surrounded by a bunch of enemy. This is not the first time it's looked impossible in David's life. He says, now this I know, the Lord gives victory to the anointed. Who gives you your victory? Not you. Don't get all puffed up and walk around and go, look at me, look at me, look what I've done. Look, what I've done. look, look at my life, look how awesome I am. Don't do that because it's the Lord that's given you the victory. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of his right hand. How many knew that God was right-handed? For all you left-handed people, God's right-handed. The right hand of God signifies the power of God. The Lord gives victory to the anointed. Anybody here today anointed of God? Anybody here a child of God today? Anybody here whose name's written in the Lamb's book of life? Then I'm going to tell you, I don't care if it looks dim. I don't care if the victory victory looks impossible. If the enemy's surrounding you before the battle even starts, you got to do what? Shout with a victorious shout why because the Lord gives victory to the anointed it's the right hand power of God in your life it's not you it's not your intellect it's God David said get the banner ready (laughs) what first of all he's building a fire we got all this work we got to take all this time to get a sacrifice and then he says go get the banner what do we need with a banner We need shields, we need swords, we need spears, we need bows, we need arrows, we need chariots. Get the banner. Yeah. Because David understood that the standard bearer would bring before the army the banner. And the banner signified who you were. What's following me, you better watch out for. Because this banner stands for the anointed of God. And the banner gave the enemy the first clue as to who they are in battle against. But the banner also had something else on it. You see, with every victory that you had, you would take the banner and you would put a patch on it that signified the victories that you've already had. I'm about to start preaching some of you haven't seen your banner in so long you don't even know where it's at you don't even know who you are you need to go into the back 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 of the closet go into the back back part of the attic and get that standard that has your banner on it that I am the Lord's anointed you need to shake off the dust off of it you need to iron out all the wrinkles and you need to look at that banner and go whoa look at what God has already done in my life I remember that patch right there I was lost but now I'm found I remember the night when God wrote my name in the Lamb's book of life hallelujah and if God can save me my God can do anything I remember that banner right there oh that part, that patch I was filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit I remember that night when the anointing of God poured over my life puddled up around my feet I began to shout I began to dance I began to feel the power of God I began to speak in an unknown language as the Spirit of God gave me utterance oh I remember that victory hallelujah hallelujah I remember this one. Oh, I remember whenever God healed me of cancer right there. Woo. I was so down and out. Then I, I was surrounded and the doctor said, hey, wait a minute, this is not good. And I remember, I remember, I remember, but then I heard the word of the Lord. And then we started praying. I got some people around me to start having some shouts of victory before we ever fought the battle. I remember preaching on a Sunday before I ever got a diagnosis of healing. I remember preaching, you can fly, you can fly, you can fly. And I'm preaching, and God gave a fresh anointing. And that Monday morning when we went to the doctor, the doctor's scratching his head going, I don't know what happened here, but you no longer have any cancer. You no longer have any problems. I mean, it's just like it's brand new. I'm telling you, I remember that one. I remember that banner. I remember when God healed my son, when God healed my wife, when God healed my daughter. I remember when God kept my daughter safe one night, and she's spinning out of control, flying through a forest, and her car winds up in a river. I remember that battle. I remember that victory. And today, God, we need to get our banners out, and we need to fly this banner, and we need to remember the victories of our God, and say, hey, you better watch out, devil. Here's what's coming at you. Then anointed of God with the right hand power of God we are not going to be defeated in this house Amen. we're going to be strong in God look at your banner the times he's provided for you the times he's given you a way out when there seemed to be no way out have you forgotten your victories today church remember get your banner out and wave it let the enemy know who you are shout Run, do whatever you need to do. But bring out the banner and let it see the sunlight again. Let it fly strong. Let people know who you are. I am in Christ. David remembered it wasn't his hand that guided that stone to the head of Goliath. That wasn't me. He said, you come against me with shield and spear, but I come against you in the name of the Lord. David understood the name of the Lord. He understood the power of God. It was the right hand of God that took that stone and threw it right into the head of Goliath. Verse 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we will remember and we will trust in the name of the Lord our God. Wow. David's looking at the enemy, sees their great chariots, 2 men chariots. He sees all their great armor. He sees all their great numbers. And he said there's some. Some. They trust in what they can see. They trust in their chariots. They're trusting in their horses. But our trust is in the name of the Lord. Our trust is in God today. Some people today. They trust their abilities. I I can take care of this. Some people trust in their intellect. I'm smart enough to figure this one out. Some trust in their finances. I don't have to worry about the recession. I don't have to worry about inflation. I've got enough money in my CDs and my 401ks. I've got enough money in the stock market. I don't need to worry about all the other people need to, but not me. I'm good. I don't need to worry about anything because I've got a great job and my job is going to take care of me. I don't have to worry anything. I'm in good health. I'm healthy as a horse. Watch out. Some trust in horses. Some don't need to bring anything to sacrifice to give to God. Some don't. Some people will sit back and trust in what they have what they can see what they can hold I've had people tell me this straight up I'm not talking about people that are in the world I'm talking about people in church well pastor I tell you what if you just uh, take care of business you don't have to worry about finances you don't have to worry about it I mean you just just get out there and you do this or you do that man that's all you need to do listen some Some do, but I have found that abilities will fail you. No way I would ever come out and try to preach in my own ability, no way. But there are some pastors who go, I don't need God, I got this. There's no way I would ever depend upon my intellect to figure everything out, no way. Because there are times God comes in and tells me something totally different than what I was thinking. There's no way I would trust my finances. Because finances will fail in a moment. In a moment it can be gone. Your job can be gone in a moment. If we didn't learn anything from COVID in the last year and a half, we should have learned do not trust in anything that you can see it can be gone in an instant your abilities can fail your intellect can fail your finances can fail your job can fail your health can fail your house can burn down where is your trust my trust is not in some other trust like horses and chariots my trust is in the name of my God by the power of of his right hand. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Remember this about the chariots in Exodus 14. The Israelites were faced with this great sea and, and all of a sudden the po- rivers were parted and they went across on dry ground. they got to the other side and the enemy started coming across and they started going, oh wait a minute, if we got across they can too. Read the story again. some of you miss it. But it says that God caused the wheels of the chariots to lock up. <laughs> they got out in the middle of this dry ground with the walls of water on either side. And they're trusting in their chariots. Come on, guys. We're going to get. Them. We're faster than they are. They're on foot. We got chariots. We're about to catch them. And then all of a sudden, Ehh! what's going on? Did y'all agree the ball bearings? What's happening? God. God calls the chariots to lock up. And then God calls the waters. <sighs> and you know what they did? They got on the other side and they started dancing. Woo! Started shouting. Hallelujah. Why? Because the horse and the chariots and the riders are thrown into the sea. Sister Miriam got out the tambourine. Man, they started jumping and running and praising God. Why? Because God gave them the victory. They could not do it. It was God. God caused the confusion. God locked up the chariots. Today, where is your trust, church? Well, i tell you what, I can't tie because, you know, I got, no, 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 where's your trust? Is it in your little piddly little bank account? I don't care if it's got ten zeros after it. It ain't enough. Is it in your ability to work? Watch out. Your job can be gone in a whiff. If it's in your health, watch out. One morning, one night, you'll wake up and it's all gone. Where's your trust? Look at verse 8. They are brought to their knees and fall, but we rise up and we stand firm. David, this is before the battle, buddy. Oh, man, David's got this thing figured out. He said, I don't care what they look like. I don't care how many of them there are. They will fall down. Mm. Don't you like a leader like that? (laughs) And he said, and when they fall down, we're going to rise up. David, you've been, uh, uh, what you've been doing? man? No, I'm telling you, God says they're going to fall and we're going to rise. And we're going to not only rise, but we're going to stand firm. We're not going to be shaking and quaking. We're going to stand firm. I want to ask you today, what is your posture today? Did you walk into church kind of spiritually all bent over, worn out? Weighed down, surrounded on every side. I got good news. Help is on the way. We rise up. We rise up. We stand firm. But, Pastor, you don't understand my situation. You don't understand my trouble. I don't need to understand your trouble. God's seen every trouble the enemy can ever bring against a child of God, but the anointed, we don't act like full. Trouble overwhelming you today? Pastor, you don't understand. I wish I could tithe. I don't have finances. I understand, been there. But the doctors say there's no hope. Been there. Husband won't go to church. Haven't been there. <laughs> but some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. Now listen, I've seen it. This happen so many times. In every church I've pastored, I've had a woman pray for their husband to come to church, and. Most I've had in every church, at least 15 to 17 years of a lady coming to church by herself. And then one Sunday morning, the husband gets up and goes, hey, are you going to church today? She goes, yeah, well, let's go, let's go. And they come with them. And they get saved. And they get filled with the Holy Spirit. I've had that happen three times in three different churches. And two times when that happened, the woman quit coming to church. And tried to then drag her husband out of church. I think you just like having the ability to be weighed down and weighted over. When God gives you the victory you've been praying for, don't mess it up. Enjoy the victory. Shout and run and praise God. Why? Because look what God has done. That which was lost, that which was lost, 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 has been found and come to the house of God. Got his name written in the last book of life. We need to rejoice. Praise God. Wife hates everything you do and you? Yeah. Haven't been there either. Kids in rebellion? Mm-hmm. Lost your job? Thoughts of suicide? Tell you what, the enemy comes in dark places. Depression, anxieties, fear, worry. Well, you better figure out how to get out of it. You better have some intellect going on. You better start trusting in your chariot and some trust in your horses. And You better go, how can I do this and how can I do that? You better figure it out. But I'm not. I'm calling upon the name of the Lord. <laughs> I'm getting ready to have an, a sacrifice of praise. I'm getting ready to get two or three people around me that says, hey, wait a minute, we may be outnumbered. And- class, but here's my banner. Here's my banner. Here's what God has done for me. I don't know what He's done for you lately, but I'm going to tell you what He's done for me. My banner is not dusty. My banner is not wrinkled up in the attic. My banner is not all torn up and messed up. I've got a banner that says, watch out, devil, behind. oh, The, uh, the anointed of God is headed your way. You better watch out because you're going to fall and I'm going to rise up. You're going to fall and I'm going to stand firm. You're going to fall and I'm going to keep on shouting. Because my God has the power of his right hand. I need the presence of God. I need the power of God. I need to rise up. Take off the garments that are heavy. Put on the garments of praise. Let God take that burden of heaviness off of you and give you a yoke that is light, that is easy, that is wonderful to live life. You'll wake up with trouble surrounding you, but said, hey, there's joy that comes in the morning. My God is faithful. My God is able. Help is on the way. You better watch out because I'm going to rise up. I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to win this thing. David understood this. Verse 9, Lord, give victory to the king. Answer us when we call. You see, David knew where to go, he knew who to call upon, he knew where his strength comes from. There's nothing God cannot do. I believe that. I've seen him do it too many times. I've got a patch on my banner that lines up of other people's lives of doing things that men thought were impossible. But nothing is impossible with God. I've seen Him restore marriages that everybody else wrote off. I've seen Him heal the impossible, destroy addictions that everybody thought this person is going to kill themselves and God give them life. I've seen God provide when no one else could see a way of provision. I've seen it. I remember pastoring a a church with a small congregation in New Mexico, and we needed $50,000 you got to understand, when I got there, there was only like $1,100 in the checking account. We needed $50,000 to remodel that church. It had not been touched in 40 years. We need to go to, instead of classrooms downstairs, they're all full of junk. They turned them into storage rooms. I'm coming to, why do we have all this church full of junk and all these classrooms full of, this should be full of people. This is not a storage building. This is the house of God. They told me, well, Pastor, we just, we just don't have the money, and we just can't do anything, and, and we just can't make it happen. I said, you know what? This is the house of God. This is where God gets it. Did you ask God for help? Right. So we got down there. We started ripping out carpet. We started filling up trash dumpsters full of junk. Did I have the money? Nope. But we got a bunch of stuff tore out of that church. Well, how are you going to fix it? I don't know. All I know is this is the house of God. And God told the children of Israel, you go back and you build my house first, and I'm going to bless you. But what did they do? They went back and built themselves paneled houses, and God says whenever you eat, you're still going to be hungry. Whenever you drink, you're still going to be thirsty. uh, Your clothes are going to wear out, and when you put money in your pockets, your pockets are going to have holes in it. I don't want that kind of life. I want God to bless me. I want to take care of the house of God first. So we got all of the stuff torn out and I said, okay, in four weeks we're going to come together and we're going to believe God for $50,000. Oh. oh, my goodness. I'm like, where are we? Is this the church or what? Started praying. Guess what happens? On that Sunday, we we, did, we needed $50,000. We didn't get $50,000. We got $60,000. All of a sudden, life breathed back into that church. All of a sudden, people are looking around going, hey, we, we can do something around here. I'm telling you, church, I don't care what's going on in your life. You need to call upon the name of God. You need to remember the name of the Lord your God. Don't trust in your chariots. Don't trust in your horses. Don't look around at what you can see and try to figure it out. Don't trust in your abilities and intellect. You need to get on your face before God and say, God, I need help today. I need you to do something with my husband. I need you to do something with my kids. I need you to do something with my health. I need you to do something with my life because I had it written this way and it's going this way and I don't know what to do I don't know how it's going to work out but God I need your help today and I'm ready to give you praise in the middle of the dark night I'm ready to offer up some sacrifice why because I will not offer anything that does not cost me something David understood this we've got to get this today where's your trust Where's your trust? 1 Timothy 6.12 says this, Fight the good fight of chariots and horses. Fight the good fight of your own strength and abilities. No, fight the good fight of what? Faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you, were, when you made your good confession in the presence of my witnesses. Have you made a confession of God in front of other people? then hold on. Help is on the way. Psalm 20 is before the battle. I don't have time. I wished I had another hour. I could preach you Psalm 21. I'm just going to let you go home and and start relishing in Psalm 21. But today I want to get you before the battle. Some of you right now, you're having trouble. God told me this week, there's some trouble in some people's lives. And I don't want them trusting in chariots. I don't want them trusting in horses. I don't want them trying to figure it out. I don't want them sitting around going, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I don't want them bent over and weighed down. I want them to rise up and stand firm. I want them to call upon my name. You see, sometimes God takes us through the trouble so we will call upon the name of the Lord. So it's so much trouble that we can't fix it. It's so much trouble that it's beyond our abilities that we don't know, can't do it, ain't no way. We can take the credit for it. Sometimes, I believe today God wants you to get your banner out. I want you right there just start thinking, what has God done for you in your life? How many times have you won a victory that you thought was impossible? Because God deals, he shows up when impossible shows up. How many of you know that it's not what we see here today that's important? It's what you don't see. You see, if you if you could see in the spirit realm today, the word of God says that we're on holy ground. And there's armies right now of the angels of God surrounding this place. The enemy's trying to get in to distract you. The enemy's trying to get in to cause you to think about, oh, is the roast on? I don't know. Do we shut the door? I don't know. What time is it? I don't know. That's <laughs> what the enemy does in moments like this. And this is when you need to say, hey, wait a minute. And God's got his presence of his angels here. And he's going, I just want him to call on me. Stop calling on your bank account. Stop calling on your chariots. And stop calling on your horses because they're not going to fix anything. It's time for you to say, I need help. Throw your hands up, say, I need help. What do you know? David said, this I know. I've been through enough battles. I've been through enough trials. I've had so many days of trouble. Here's what I know. The enemy's going to fall down. And we're going to rise up. And we're going to stand firm. And you will see the hand of your God bring you victory. You will see it. It's easy to shout after the victory. It's easy to get excited whenever you have the answer. But before the battle, what are you doing? You're checking your spears? You're checking your swords? You're checking your armor? are you going, hey, let's build a fire? Let's, let's go get that lamb. Let's get it ready for sacrifice. Because we need God to show up. This I know. This I know, that if we take care of all this, God's going to take care of the trouble. God will take care of the trouble. And I'm telling you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. This I know. The Bible tells us we are to storm the gates of hell. That's what we do. We take our banner, we lift it up, and we go, Charge! Charge! right into the gates of hell. Every day you get up, you get your banner, and you holler, charge at the enemy. You go to work, charge. You go to the store, charge. You come home, charge. Why? Because I know in whom I have believed. Look at the patches on my banner. I wish I would have had time to make a big old banner today, put all my patches on it. Maybe you need to remember what God's done for you. Why do we so quickly forget? And why do we so quickly panic when God says, I want you to have peace? Take heart. I've overcome the world. Stand with me today. This I know. This I know. I know that I know that I know. See, when you know, you stand firm. When you know, you do things when trouble comes your way that some other people don't. Because some trust in their chariots and horses. But I remember the name of the Lord my God. So this morning, they're going to lead us in a song. But there's a a phrase on that, that when we sing it, we're going to repeat it a couple of times. And it simply says, I need help. I need help. I've got some trouble in my life, and I need help. God doesn't deliver all the trouble out of our lives. He delivers us through the trouble. Sometimes you have burdens you were not meant to bear. You just kept them on your shoulders and kept weighted down. And sometimes we like our burdens. How's it going? Oh, it's terrible. Horrible. What a testimony. I want to find some men and women of God. and go, how's it going? Oh, man, Pastor, you don't know what God did for me this week. Let me tell you. There was some crying at night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. But I'm here today because God sent me with a message for you. You don't need a pretty song. You don't need the pretty building. You don't need a pretty little message and sermon. You need God. Don't look anywhere else for your help. My help comes from the Lord. What do you know today? What do you know? So when we get to this line that says, I need help, if you've got some trouble in your life, I want you to do something crazy. Step out and get yourself to the front. I need help from the sanctuary of God. I need help from the presence of God. I need help from the right-hand power of God in my life. And I'm not ashamed to admit it. I need help. And if that's you, you're going to come down here. If you don't want to do it by yourself, grab somebody. Say, hey, I don't care if you want to go or not. Come on. I need help. I need help. You ready? Here we go. Sing it too long but too, too long, long my you weren't created for that church no 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 i wasn't created to bear it alone to
0: bear it alone i hear your invitation i hear your invitation to let it all go to let it all go i, I see you now
3: come on they got trouble they got trouble they need some help they need some people who've been through the battle and who've come through it said it's time to stand for it's time to rise up rise up in the name of jesus christ come on church we are not here to be a spectator we are here to say this is the church of a mighty living god we got some I can't trust anything. It's not working. I need you. I got trouble. I got trouble. I need you, God. I got trouble. You got some trouble. God's on the way right now. (laughs) Helps on the way, my sister. Even let me shoot it up. I keep coming. Yes. Hallelujah. God can deliver all the things. You believe that. Hallelujah. Right now, I join with my sister. And God. We're going to offer up shouts of praise. We're going to offer up victory right now in Jesus' name. on your truth today, no hallelujah, to I got some trouble today, but God to is on the way I to pray. <laughs> hallelujah, so hallelujah, to hallelujah, hallelujah, I got trouble today, God, to God but I trust in you, I put my trust in you, I don't trust in my abilities or hiding. anything, I trust you, no God, direct to my footsteps. I trust you, God, give me your wisdom. I trust you, God, make a way for so there seems to be no way. I trust you, God, do the impossible. I trust you, God. I trust you.
4: You ready? This is where we take that burnt offering sacrifice. But Pastor, I don't feel like it. But I don't want to. Are you sure? Come on, don't make me. I'm not going to make you. I'm going to encourage you. Because I feel this rush deep in my chest. I believe it's time for us to rise up and stand firm. I believe it's time to look the enemy in the eye and say, whoa, wait a minute. I got a banner here that says, my God is able to defeat you. My God won. He took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. He gave the key. Come on. My name's written in the last book of life. I'm the anointed. Come on. Here we go. Put your hands together and say, I don't feel like clapping. (laughs) clapping anyway. I don't feel like singing. singing
3: anyway. This is our burnt sacrifice to offer today. Before the battle is won.
0: some
4: who trust in chariots and horses though some why do we worry about what they think well pastor I'm very dignified well David was dignified too and guess what he did he took off his outer garments and he danced before the Lord in the streets because he said listen if I need to become undignified for my God that's what I'll do because I know I need God amen I don't care about all the other trimmings. I need God. I don't care about being a king. I need God. Because David knew, hey, listen, I've been through lots of battles. Man, the name of the Lord is what gets you through it. Don't worry about sharpening your spears and just get your burnt offering out. Just get your praise on.
2: Amen.
4: Praising. Praising, praising, praising. Yes. Instead of walking around going, oh. Now Listen. You're going to forget this message before next Sunday. And you're going to be tempted to walk in here. I'm going to tell them to sing something fast next Sunday morning. And if everybody comes in here, I'm going to go get you and bring you down here. And say no more. Let's go. Don't tempt me. I love you. And I want you to know the truth. I want you to know that you know that you know. Amen. I want you to Amen. rise up and I want you to stand firm. I want you to look the devil in the eye and say, wait a minute, you don't know what's coming. Buddy. Amen. You don't know That's who right. I am. Amen. Get that banner out and get after it. Amen. God bless you. I love you. They're going to sing this. Sandy and I are going to go to the back door so we can give you a hug. And uh, God bless you. Have a great, great week in the Lord. We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCACHurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.